0: الحمد لله وكفى الصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وعباد الرحمن الذين يمشون على الأرض هونا وإذا خاطبهم الجاهلون قالوا سلاما والذين يبيتون لربهم سجدا وقياما وَالَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَ اصْرِفَ عَنَّا عَذَابَ جَهَنَّمْ إِنَّ عَذَابَهَا كَانَ غَرَامًا إِنَّهَا سَاءَتْ مُسْتَقَرًّا ومقام صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ <coughs> Most respected brothers and elders, brothers and sisters, continuing with the discussion about the Ibadur Rahman, the special servants of Allah Ta'ala. We had digressed from the actual discussion, but which is something linked as well in any case. And we had been discussing the advices of that Mu'ala Sayyid Abu'l-Hassan Ali Nadwi, Rahimahullah. So the discussion was taking place about maintaining family relationships, just to round off this discussion, one incident that is extremely inspirational, which gives the practical uh, implementation of the lessons about maintaining family ties, which has tremendous uh, inspiration in it, and which has been discussed many, many times. The incident of Shaykhul Hadith, Mawlana Muhammad Zakariya, the author of Fazail Amal. So this lesson that we have been discussing about maintaining family ties and the tremendously great rewards, the reward about, which is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, that the one who wants barkat in his life, barkat in his wealth, then he should maintain his family ties and the person who maintains family relationships, Allah Ta'ala maintains him. And the one who cuts family ties, Allah Ta'ala cuts him off. So there are major rewards, very great rewards for this beautiful aspect of maintaining family relationships. And at the same time, severe warnings for severing family ties. So, this is a lesson that we learn from the Quran Sharif, from the Ahadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam So we have learned many many lessons, we have learned this lesson now as well we have learned about how important this aspect of maintaining family ties is concerned, how major the harm of cutting relationships is concerned we have learned about this, we have heard about it, we heard about it previously also, we revised it now over the past two days we have been uh revising this lesson we have been repeating the repeating the message of the Quran Sharif and of the Hadith in this regard but now the question is that to what extent we take this to heart this is the crucial aspect MashaAllah, with the Taufiq of Allah Ta'ala and only it is his tawfiq, it is only his grace his mercy that over these days there have been many things discussed So, this too is a great blessing from Allah Ta'ala that some tawfiq of discussing the lessons of the Quran Sharif, the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that tawfiq was granted. And we spoke about things, we heard about these things. So, this too itself is a very great blessing of Allah Ta'ala. But this is itself not the end of it. It's rather the start of it. The start to an end. And the end is Amal. The purpose is to get to Allah ta'ala. To earn His pleasure. To become His true servant. This is what we are discussing about the Ibadur Rahman. The special servants, the true servants of Allah. Taala. So that is our objective. That is our goal. How to become Allah's. How to become close to our Rabb. How to become the special servants of our Rabb. So, merely just speaking about something, just listening about it, is not going to be sufficient to achieve that goal. This is an important step in that direction. Very important step in getting to that goal. But it is not the end of the road. It is only the beginning of the road. The road is then further ahead. And that road, that road must be now traversed with Amal. That what that what we have learned, what we have spoken about, what we have heard, we now have to move in the direction of Amal and in practicing on that. And that too is not enough. That Amal is very important, but that too is not sufficient. It's not going to take us to the goal in itself until that Amal is not filled with Ikhlas with sincerity so we have to learn about things alhamdulillah with the tawfiq of allah ta'ala we have been discussing many aspects and we have learned many things so mashallah that is a very important step that has been taken allah ta'ala give us the tawfiq to continue with this throughout our li- throughout our li- throughout our lives this is the month of ramadan but throughout our lives from the authentic personalities of deen from the authentic kitab's Continuously keep increasing our knowledge of Deen. So in any case, that's one very important step. But then that itself is not the end, that is only the starting point. Then together with that, we require to move ahead by means of Amal. And it's Amal, the Amal is the vehicle. Now the person has seen the road, he went onto the maps, he Google Maps brought it up that this is the path, so he has now understood what the road is all about, but he will need to get into the vehicle to get to the destination. So the vehicle is the Amal. Now if the person doesn't get into the vehicle of Amal, then that knowledge that he has acquired, has acquired that is not going to get him in itself to reach the destination, rather that knowledge now is going to become an added issue. Because on the day of Tiyamad, a person is going to be questioned about certain things before he moves from the spot that he is standing on. And among the things that he will be questioned about is when ilmihi maza amila that his knowledge, how much did he practice according to that knowledge? So The practice according to that knowledge, MashaAllah, the person gained the knowledge, but he did not practice according to it. That now becomes an added problem, that you had the knowledge of this and you didn't practice upon it. You had the knowledge of the importance of maintaining family relationships but you chose to survive it. You chose to cut it off. Or you had cut off some ties and you learned about how severe that matter is and you did not take any heed. You did not take any steps to now mend the relationship. So now that becomes an added issue for us on the day of Tiamat. Allah Taala protect us and save us. So the vehicle is very important. That vehicle is crucially important. So The vehicle of Amal but that vehicle is there, but there is no fuel in that vehicle. Everything is in place, mashallah. The amal is being done very well and done extremely carefully. Like for example, the person is performing his salah, he it is a completely calm salah. The recitation is with full tajweed and every posture is being done very well. So mashallah the vehicle of Amal, of Salah, that mashallah came into existence. But, despite the fact that this vehicle is completely in place, that vehicle, that car, everything is in place, that engine is in perfect working order, the tyres and wheels and everything is in order, and likewise everything else, whatever is required, everything is in place. But there isn't a drop of fuel in the tank. So how far is that vehicle going to go? Now, instead of putting fuel in the tank, the person has put water in it, or worse, he has put sand into it. Where is that vehicle going to reach? So likewise, mashallah, this Amal of Salah performed very well. Tilawat of the Quran Sharif performed beautifully. Excellent recitation. Very melodious. The... Charity the person gave, mashallah, with a generous hand and heart and all the other amal, mashallah, done very well. But the fuel that is going to take it to its destination is ikhlas. And instead of ikhlas, the person is devoid of ikhlas, there's riyah, there's show, and ostentation in that in the tank, in the tank of that amal in the heart is riyah instead of Ikhlas, then this is going to be stuck, stuck completely. And let long getting stuck, it might become a major problem. So, coming back to what we were talking about, that Mashallah, with the Tawheek of Allah Ta'ala, we have been learning many lessons, and in particular what we are discussing currently, the lesson of maintaining relationships, family ties, so one is, mashallah, this ilm, the knowledge of it we have gained, but the amal of it, going ahead and practicing on this. So in order to understand, mashallah, those who understood the reality of amal, how they took this on, in that regard is this very, very inspiring incident. As the al he, his hometown was Tandla in India, and he used to be based in Saharanpur where the madrasa was, where he was based. So the whole year he was practically there. And in between he would go home, go to his family place once or twice a year, probably once a year. Once a year he would go and spend a few days and then come back. In order to maintain these relationships he would go and spend some time and then come back. So the whole year he was occupied in the madrasa, but he would take this time to go and fulfill this Duty as well. Now it happened. Now this whole village at that time, or little bit of bigger village. This whole place was one extended family; all are interrelated. But these branches of the family, you get first cousins and then second cousins and whatever. So it so happened that one year. Something happened and part one half of the family was at loggerheads with the other half of the family. So the Shaykh al Hadith Sahab he obviously belonged to one half of the family because he was part of the family, so he was in either side. One of the sides is going to be there. So he was in one half of the family. Now there was some some issue cropped up and some people now cut ties from the other half. So when he came as was his usual routine once in a year he would come so he got to know about the situation so he said that look come what may I will go and visit everybody regardless of whatever the situation is some have cut ties with our family etc but I will go and visit everyone now this is a person who had the knowledge about maintaining family ties and together with the knowledge he had the courage of amal this is the great thing this is the important thing Amal with Ikhlas this aspect of Amal with Ikhlas yesterday we discussed the ayat of the Quran Sharif where Allah Ta'ala addresses us addresses the whole mankind Ya ayyuhun nasu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum min nafsi wahida Allah Ta'ala is the being Fi Allah Ta'ala who created you from one being and then further Allah Ta'ala says Fi Allah Ta'ala in whose name you ask one another and see Allah Ta'ala with regards to maintaining of family ties, with regards to the issue of kinship. And then the last part of that ayat Allah Ta'ala says, Allah Ta'ala is watchful over you. Allah Ta'ala knows everything that's going on. Now this is a very deep message here. That look, you have been told to maintain this kinship. But be conscious of this, that Allah Ta'ala knows what's in your heart as well. So you are doing something to maintain to maintain that relationship, but why are you doing it? What is your motive? Allah Ta'ala knows that as well. And if your motive is just merely some face value, kinship, just on the top, just to show off something, then that is not going to help. That is not going to take you anywhere. And that's not going to even bring the benefit and the barakah of it in dunya. You don't get as close to Allah Taala, or even bring the barakah in dunya. Allah Taala is watching the heart also. Inna Allah kana alaykum So if a person is doing it with some ulterior motive, then that, no matter how nicely it's being done, how beautifully that present is being gi- present is being given, that gift is being presented, what a beautiful wrapping and that shiny wrapper, and on top of that, there's one ribbon also, and then uh presented in what a beautiful manner. It is our pleasure to present this to you, all flowery manner of presenting it. But if the heart is not filled with ikhlas in doing this, it will not bring any benefits. It will not even bring that benefit of uh, enhancing the family relationship and bond. Whereas hadiya that is the effect of Hadiyah. That Hadiyah brings about Muhabbat. But provided that Hadiyah is Hadiyah. That Hadiyah is not some dunya. That Hadiyah is ibadat, Because Hadiyah is something that has been taught to us in Hadith Sharif. So it's an ibadat. It's a sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But it will be a sunnah if it is done with that spirit with which Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us. That it is for the sake of Muhabbat. It's not for the sake of some other ulterior purpose or to just avoid societal pressure, comments of people. Now what are they going to say? So now it's being done grudgingly, it's being done with a heavy heart, not wanting to do it, but if I don't do it, then what's going to be the case? So very often this is what brings about the opposite effect. It becomes counterproductive. There have been times when people send some gifts to somebody and it became a problem. The question was, but how can that become a problem? Why it became a problem? Well, that person sent the gift to the other person. Somebody was getting married, whatever the case is. So, now the person who was getting married, they had put out a list. Subhanallah. They had put out a list. However, wherever, Allah knows, somebody said that it was put out a list. The list was uh, made available in a particular store. So, if you want to give a gift, you go to the store, and you inquire about this person has left their list here, and uh, then you will see, okay, what has already been ticked off, and what is available, so what is still not yet taken up by anybody, then you can purchase one of those items. But from where? From that store. And now from that store, now it's obviously of that level, and that brand, etc. So now somebody bypassed that. They gave something from another store, which was like a cheap line store. It was a budget line. It wasn't a branded line. So now, that became an issue. Look at this person now. We kept the list there. And that is, now everything was there. The I government gave us this keep line thing. Is this not sophisticated begging? Is this not a sophisticated way of begging? And that too, begging for high class stuff. This is indeed a very ajib way of now begging, but in a very sophisticated and a very dignified manner. Now somebody gave something, probably that person to Allah knows best, Allah knows best, gave it with ikhlas, Allah knows, or gave it just to stay out of the comments, but nevertheless presented something, but now that became a problem. So when that hadya will be ibadat, it will be done purely for Allah's Ta'ala's pleasure. It's been given in the spirit, of a ibadat and that has no strings attached to it. It must be of a certain kind and a certain brand and a certain style. Where is all this anyway in the Hadith Sharif, anyway in the uh, life of the Sahaba Ikram? They were, mashallah, people without all these formalities. They presented something, they presented it in a very, very simple manner. They had no airs about themselves. And this was their their manner of way about things, very, very simply, easily, without formalities, as a result that muhabbat and bond grew so much. So we went far off from the discussion that we were having that the important thing is ikhlas in whatever we do. So likewise, coming back to the discussion of maintaining family ties, whatever steps are taken to preserve those relationships, to maintain those relationships, to enhance that relationship. Whatever steps are taken, whatever uh, gestures are made, if it is done with ikhlas, if it is done purely for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, it might be a small gesture, it might be a very small just a call sometimes, it might be one message, it might be some small hadiyah we send. But if it is done with ikhlas, it will become a means of muhabbat. It will become a means of gaining the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. It will become a means of gaining the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. But if it is done for some other motive, if it is done just for the sake of uh, now what is somebody going to say, or some other dunya motive, then that's not going to bring the desired result. It might just become counterproductive. So, in any case, coming back to the incident of Sheikh al-Hadis, he now came to his hometown, and when he got there, he got to know about this: that half the family is now at loggerheads with the other half. Something has happened. Some issue has taken place, and often, very often, these issues are minor things that just get blown out of proportion. And then, some people, because they've already uttered something, they've blurted something. Now they will not want to retract that. Because if I it, then I have accepted defeat. How can I accept defeat? I am not prepared to do that. Now the ego comes in the way. The nose, the nose comes in the way. Now, how I want to cut this nose? But the person who chooses to humble himself for the sake of Allah, Allah elevates him. So in any case, he said, I will go and visit everybody. So now, one relative of his, from his side of the family, He wasn't too happy about this, but nevertheless he accompanied him. Now he's going around on his rounds. During the day now he's going house to house of all the family people, elderly people, younger people, whoever. He's going to visit them. So now he goes and he knocks at the door and somebody welcomes him. Many, many doors he went. Now because they were on the other half of the family and now some of them were very hard into that issue. So when they see him this person is belonging to that side of the family. So they would slam the door in his face. Some would say some harsh words. Now, whereas he had nothing to do with this whole thing. This is our other downfall. That somebody, if there is even a valid issue with someone, somebody has done some harm to us. But now that person who did the harm to us, that is his wrong. But we won't spare his father. We won't spare his son. We won't spare his brother. We won't spare his uncle. We won't spare his grandfather. He did the wrong, so everybody becomes guilty by association, because they related to him. Whether they related to him is of no choice of theirs, but they are related to him. So they are also, so also guilty by association, that association, because they are related. We won't spare anybody, which is zulm, which is total zulm. So any case here again the same story that now some people would open the door and they would see him, now they are saying some harsh words to him, some are slamming the door in his face. So, when that happened, he then moved on to the next place, next house. And this happened so many times. In any case, he went, he did his job. He had to do what he had to do. He went along. And finally then, he did his rounds. And the day came for him to return to Saharanpur, he returned. One year later, he came back to his hometown, Kanla. That matter was not yet resolved. Again, he said, I will go to visit everybody. I will go to visit everyone. So, again, he went down on his rounds. That same per- relative of his who accompanied him the previous year, he came along the second time. As they going around, again, they come to a door. The person opens the door. He sees opens the door. He sees Sheikh Hamdullah. He starts saying something harshly. stands the door. That happened. So now, this relative who had accompanied the Sheikh Hamdullah, he says to him that. You don't have any shame that last year this was done to you. You came back and again the same treatment is being meted out to you. It happened to you last year but you didn't learn a lesson from that. You got no shame. You're coming and humiliating yourself like this again. So he responded and said that they are doing what they want to do. I will do what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to make the effort to maintain the family tie. To come and knock on the door. To come and make salaam. That is my within my capacity. I came and did that. And I will do that. And what that person's response is, is his business. That's his issue. But I will do what I have to do. I have to come and try and maintain the relationship. So he went around and did his round. And many, many places again the same thing happened. But then Allah Ta'ala turned the situation in situation in such a way that thereafter that problem got resolved. And many of those people who were slamming the door in his face, Saying harsh words to him, they became among the closest people to him and very, very close of among his followers. So, the lesson in this one is mashallah, the theory, the knowledge. This two is extremely important because without correct knowledge, we can't get anything done right. You will have to have the correct knowledge, and then as far as the knowledge of the fadail is concerned, this is what spurs one, what uh, brings about that motivation. So we have to have that as well. This is why we should be having the talim of the faza'il e amal in our homes regularly. So we will be reading about the fazayl of salah, of uh, tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, of zikr, etc. And this will motivate us to also start practicing on this, reciting the Qur'an Sharif, making zikr, reciting Quran, uh, salah and various other amal. So in any case, this is the message, this is the lesson and This is what we are required to do. We have, mashallah, over these days heard much about the importance of maintaining family ties. But here is an example of to what extent those who had the reality of this in their hearts, to what extent they went to try and practice on this, to get closer to Allah in this regard as well, by maintaining the relationships. Allah give us the tawfiq of amal. Allah Ta'ala bless us with ikhlas in everything that we do Allah Ta'ala accept it out of His grace and mercy and make it a means of our najat and salvation on the day of Qiyamat. Inshallah we will continue with the next ayat in the next uh, lesson. Allah Ta'ala give us the wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil La ilaha
1: إلا الله محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم لائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كُلِّهِمْ إِذْ أَنَّهُ نَبِيُّنَا Muhammadan صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ بِمَا هُوَ أَهْلُهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ 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 لَا اللَّهُ La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la illallah, la illallah, la محمد Rasulullah الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم. الله الله جل جلاله لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم
0: اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم يا احد صمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد جزى الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله يا ربي صلي وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد صلاة تنجينا بها من جميع الاهوال والافات لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها عندك على الدرجات وتبلغنا بها أقصى الغايات من جميع الخيرات في الحياة وبعد الممات إنك على كل شيء قدير إله العالمين ربنا وغلمنا أنفسنا وإلا تضلل لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا وغلمنا أنفسنا وإلا تضلل لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رَبَّنَا وَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِن لَمْ تَخِلْ وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ إِلَهُ الْعَلَمِينَ اللَّهُ O most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah. إِلَهُ الْعَلَمِينَ Allah, اللَّهُ Forgive us, ya
2: Allah. Forgive all of me, and ya Allah. We acknowledge all the wrongs, There's nothing we can hide from you, ya Allah اله العالمين هل لى يوحنات يا بديع السماوات والاختيار يا ذا الجلال والاكرام يا ذا الجلال والاكرام يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اصلح لنا شاننا كله ولا تكلنا
0: الى انفسنا طرفة عين ولا تمزئ منا صالح ما عطيتنا اله العالمين يا الله Ya Allah, you forgive us ya yeah, Allah, forgive all our major and minor sins ya yeah, Allah. <inaudible> ya Allah, enable us to ya yeah, Allah, practice or whatever we have learned, ya yeah, Allah. <inaudible> ya Allah, grant us the ilm ya Allah, grant us the tawfiq of amal on that ilm ya Allah. Fill the amal with ikhlas ya Allah. Ilahul alamin out of your grace and mercy accept it ya Allah. Ilahul alamin we have only your daughter to turn to ya Allah. ya Allah. Ya Allah, we can only present all our broken ya Allah, weak and broken and feeble work and efforts only at your door ya Allah. But you are most gracious, Allah. You are most kind and compassionate, Ya Allah. You show kindness to those who don't deserve it also, Ya Allah.
2: You acknowledge we don't deserve anything, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are most merciful, Allah. You are most kind, Ya Allah. You are most compassionate, Ya Allah. You grant us your mercy, Allah. You grant us your compassionate kindness, Ya Allah. Despite the fact that we don't deserve anything, Ya Allah. Allah, forgive us, Ya yeah Allah. Forgive us, Ya yeah Allah. Forgive us, Ya yeah Allah. Forgive the entire Umbat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahu alayhi remove the difficulties and hardships
0: of the entire Umbat, Ya yeah Allah. Ilahu remove the virus of the entire humanity, Ya yeah Allah. Ilahu alayhi wa sallam, grant Hidayat to one and all, Ya Blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah.
2: Blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya yeah Allah. Blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya yeah Allah. Ilahu alayhi wa sallam, make us yours, Ya Allah. You become ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin make us among your special servants, Ya Allah. Make us among those who qualify to become the ibadu’l rahman, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin
0: Ya Allah, make us among your special servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin Ya Allah, forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us for whatever we have done in the day, darkness of the night, in the light of day, Ya Allah. What was done deliberately mistaken, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin Ya Allah, Ya you grant us the tawfiq of doing all that which pleases you, Ya Allah. Allah, enable us to perform our 5 times salah with jama'ah, ya Allah, with khushu and khudu, ya Allah, in a manner that you are pleased with, ya Allah. alamin ya Allah, that is worthy of presenting in your court, ya Allah. Allah, alamin enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif daily, ya Allah. Enable us to make your zikr daily, ya Allah. Ya Allah, ya Allah, enable us to talk to you in dua daily, ya Allah. Al alamin accept us for the khidmat of your deen, ya Allah. Ya Allah. Ya Allah, there is no, no benefit that we do to deen, ya Allah, yeah. ya Allah. The benefit is our own, ya Allah. ya Allah. You accept us for the service of your deen with ikhlas and afiyat, Ya Allah. Till our last breath, Ya Allah. You accept our progeny for the service of deen with this last and last and afiyat, Allah. Allah, Ya Allah. You grant us every good and barakat and khair of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Save us from all the fitnah and fasad, Ya Allah. Save our families, Ya Allah. Save our progenies, Ya Allah. Save us from all the fitnah and fasad, Ya Allah. In every nook and corner, Ya Allah. the and Shaitan are trying to baylay us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the temptations are then being put to, forward to us from every direction, Ya Allah. At the press of the button, Shaitan is waiting to grab us, Ya
2: Allah. At the press of the button, Shaitan is waiting to gobble the person up, Ya Allah. At the press of the button, Shaitan is waiting to drop a person from the heights that he has reached in the month of Ramadan to Allah knows, Ya Allah, to Allah knows, Ya Allah. Allah, way, Allah, way, Allah, way we can fall, ya Allah. Allah save us, ya Allah. You protect us, ya Allah. Allah, only with your
0: help can we be saved, ya Allah. Only with your protection can we be saved, ya Allah. (laughs) Ilahul alameen, you grant us your divine protection, ya Allah. Grant us your special protection, ya Allah. Allah Ilahul alameen, protect us from every direction, ya Allah. Allah Ilahul alameen, protect us from the traps of Nafs and Shaitan, ya Allah. Allah Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. You keep us in the shade of your Hifazat, ya Allah. Keep us under the shade of your pleasure at every moment, ya Allah. Allah Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. All those are sick. Allah give them complete shifa and afiyat, ya Allah. Remove every trace of their ailments, ya Allah. Ilahul al those are any kind of difficulties and hardships, remove it with afiyat, ya Allah. Those are financial problems, remove it with afiyat, ya Allah. Ilahul al grant barakat in each one's risk, ya Allah. Grant halal and tayyib risk, ya Allah. Ilahul al save us from every drop and grain of haram, ya Allah. Ilahul al ya Allah. All those who have passed away from our families Proud the Ummad, Allah make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Grant them the high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, our time is coming, Ya
2: Allah. Ya Allah, you help us at that moment, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you keep us steadfast on Iman, Ya Allah. Take us with Iman Akamil, Ya Allah. Take us on Tawbut and Nasuh, Ya Allah. Take us at the, the time you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Grant us a debt of Shahadat, Allah. Allah
0: barzukna shahadatan fi sabidika. Waj'al mowtana bi baladi habibika sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us the mouth of shahadat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us at a time, ya Allah, that that is the happiest moment of our life, that we are meeting you, ya Allah. That you are pleased with us, we are pleased with you, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, make our cupboards
2: gardens of Jannah. Ilahul alameen, save us from the azab of qabr ya Allah. Save us the azab of kawar, ya Allah. And I say of the Azam of of the Herd of the the Allah, us of Rasulullah, sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. without any reckoning. Grant us the shade of your the the of from the Mubarak hand of Rasulullah,
0: sallallahu Ilahul alamin Ya
2: Allah. Ya open your
0: houses for us.
2: Open out the doors of your masajid for us. alamin Ya Allah. Open out the doors for the madaris and the makasib, Ya Allah. For the effort of being, Ya Allah. For the demands to move in your path, Ya Allah. To invite towards you, Ya Allah. Allahu alamin for the guests to start again, Ya Allah. Allahu alamin for the halqat of Talib to take place again, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, for Allah qalal Rasul to be echoing again in the madaris, Ya Allah for your name to be taken in the makati Allah for your need to be imparted in every Allah To every child of the ummah Ilahul Ilaul Alamidla. You open all the doors of deen for the singing Ilahul Allah. we meed ever since the it up to us Yalla forgive us, Allah. Forgive the entire Umba Rasulullah. Enable the works of to flourishing it, Allah. Cause the schemes of your, the enemies of Deen to fail, Ya Allah. Ya they are trying to destroy Deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but you are the guardian of Deen, Ya Allah. You will protect Deen. you will take Deen to his perfection. Ya Allah, you have already declared, but Ya Allah, you will make it flourish, Ya Allah.
0: Ya Allah, remove all the obstacles, Ya Allah. Remove all the hurdles, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, enable us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah to once again, Ya Allah, become truly yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make us truly yours, Ya Allah. Make us loyal to you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, yalla all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam وسلم begged for, Allah grant us as well, Ya Allah. Whatever Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sought refuge from, Allah grant us refuge as well, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who asked us to make dua, Ya Allah. All those who raised their hands to this dua, Ya Allah. Put for each one's spice as perish, Ya Allah. Put each one's guy's needs from the zayb, Ya Allah. The move each one's difficulties and hardships, each one's difficulties and hardships. Ya Allah, the move each one's anxieties, worries, tension, depression. With Afia, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alamin. <inaudible inaudible> each one's heart with sukoon and its minan, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alamin. grant barakat in each one's heart. Each one's life, each one's wealth, each one's deen, each one's family. Ya Allah, Ilahul Alamin. Ya Allah, each one's home. Ya Allah, Ilahul Alamin. grant the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. <inaudible> اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك من نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر مستعذتك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآل سهاب المعاين الحمد لله